0: Hello my friends! Welcome back to the Awakening Artist Podcast, where creative minds can come together and discuss a variety of topics relating to higher creativity, spirituality and healing, and entrepreneurship for artists. My name is Dana Wilcher, I am a visionary artist and creative guide, and this podcast is a space for you to find artistic inspiration, get to know yourself and heal on a deeper level, and to laugh, cry, and get creative. Join me every week for new episodes. Let's dive in. Today, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics when it comes to art and creativity, which is resistance. Resistance is something that I have studied deeply within myself because I've found that it appears in my creativity and in my art and my creativity. In my creative practice so frequently and it takes on a lot of different forms and some of them are, are, you know, trying to alert me that I need to be going in a different direction and some of them are just there to provide as the grounds for me breaking through to a new level of expansion So this episode today, we're going to be talking all about resistance. If you guys have been feeling like you're battling resistance within yourselves, within your art and your creative practice, then hopefully this episode is going to help you have a deeper understanding of what resistance is, why it shows up, and how to beat it. So let's get into it. I feel that resistance, it first originated... You know, in our ancestors who were out on the plains, who were facing saber-toothed tigers and threats every single day, when they relied, they had to rely heavily on their instincts and on their internal compass to tell them: if I go into that cave, do I sense that there's going to be a lion and am I going to die? And so resistance, I feel, first birthed itself in a mechanism of trying to keep us safe. But much like the ego, you know, as we are expanding our consciousness and our heart, we start to run into a bit of an issue here in our modern day lives. Because, you know, many of us are not in danger of being eaten by a saber-toothed tiger every single day. And yet we still have these instincts that tell us if you expand past a certain point, if you explore unknown territory, then it could be unsafe, and so when we start to get to know how resistance shows up for us and shows up in our lives, then we're able to understand what it's trying to tell us and more easily and more readily combat it by accepting it and taking the, uh, the wisdom that it's trying to share with us. So as we've evolved and our egos have functioned to keep us safe, and we're exploring our expansive nature, we still have it in our survival mechanisms that, like especially with our creativity, if I'm expanding to a new level within myself, then it's unknown territory. It could be potentially dangerous. It's an unknown. I don't know what's going to be out there. And so resistance shows up to try to keep us safe, to try to keep us contained. And you know, I think unintentionally in Resistance's case, to keep us small, to keep us in this box, because at least we know the box is safe, right? And so one of my favorite books that talks about resistance is called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. If you guys haven't read that, I highly, highly recommend reading it. It's it changed my whole life. It changed my creative practice. It changed everything for me because I would notice that I would have these patterns when it came to resistance of, you know, especially in my studio practice, I would go up to work on a painting and I would feel like, oh my God, I really don't wanna be here. I really don't wanna be doing this. Like the resistance would be so strong to it. And I would find a lot of times, especially in the, the early stages in the beginning, I would just kind of, I would be like, all right, it's not not happening for me today. The resist- the resistance is too strong. I've just got to give up. I've got to walk away from it, right? And some, it was interesting to, to study this within my practice because sometimes what I needed was to walk away from it and to grow in other ways, maybe to allow myself to rest, to explore different areas of my life and of my growth. But a lot of times, The resistance was only present because I was about to reach a new level of expansion with my creativity. So, something that Stephen talks about in his book, when it comes to resistance, is getting to know resistance as though it's its own entity, as though it's its own force outside of you. And so, then, as you get to know this. Uh, this being that is your own resistance, then you learn how to navigate it and interact with it. And as I've navigated my own journey with resistance, I've found that resistance really primarily appears in one of two ways. It's either showing up because it's trying to tell you and it's trying to show you that, hey, you're, you're coming up to a dead end or you need to redirect you need to walk away. There's there's something that's not quite in alignment about how you're approaching this. The second type of resistance is the type that is showing you that you are approaching a breakthrough point, that you are about to expand past the point of your own walls and your own boundaries, and you're feeling resistance and you're feeling fear to that because it's your own old instinctual survival mechanisms kicking themselves into gear to keep you safe. And so what I've found with my work and my practice is it's a constant uh, awareness that I have to practice and utilize of learning what the resistance is trying to tell me. You know, you've heard it said, I'm sure, that fear is one of your best friends. And I really believe this to be true because fear and resistance show up in much of the same way. You know, they say fear and excitement are the same feelings in the body. It's just learning to read this energy within yourself and, and become accustomed through identifying past situations and past patterns and experiences that can help you to understand what this resistance is trying to tell you and trying to show you. And so what I do when I approach my art uh, especially if I go up to the canvas and I'm feeling like I really, really don't want to be here. I really don't want to be doing this. I don't want to paint. I don't want to show up in the studio today. This is the last thing I want to do. I have a, a, a system that I go to of questioning myself. So first I check in with my body and I, I see how does my body feel? Did I sleep like shit? Am I really tired? Am I uh, menstruating? Am I just physically not feeling up to standing in front of a canvas? And if the answer is yes, and I'm exhausted, or my body's just not in a place where I feel like I can put my all into my work, then i I take that sign as the resistance is telling me, okay, you need to take care of yourself. You need to walk away from it. And so then I actually will. I'll take a step back. Maybe I'll take a bath. I'll take a nap. I'll approach it later in the day once I feel better. And I've found that this has been so instrumental to tune into the the intelligence of my body because a lot of times I would just have this very hard, kind of masculine approach with my creativity and no matter how if I was tired if I was menstruating if whatever was going on it didn't matter I would push past it and I would try to create and more often than not those would be the times when I would struggle with it I would fight with it I would like the the quality of work would be really low and I would kind of end up like wasting my time and wishing I hadn't even approached it and so my first question to myself is, how How does my body feel? And the same thing also relates to your emotions. How do you feel emotionally? A lot of times our emotions can be fuel for our art and for our creativity. And sometimes the best time to go into the studio is when you are processing something emotionally there's been so many times when i've gone into paint when i feel mad when i feel anxious or confused or i have a lot of energy moving through me and that's the best time to express myself in you know as that creative outlet with my art but sometimes i've had a really rough night i uh you know i had really intense dreams i'm processing something emotionally and i'm not present with my work and So then I meet that resistance and it's showing me that when I check in with my heart, my heart isn't truly in the studio. My heart, I want to lay in bed. I want to cry. I want to express myself. I want to talk to a friend. I want to go for a walk. And so checking in with my emotions has been pivotal as well. Really just checking in with the, the wholeness of your being because it doesn't do you or your art any good to try to... Push past your own emotions in your body just because you think you should create. That's not when you're going to access like the height of your expansion and of your creative channel. And so once I check in with my body and my emotions and my energy and see how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling that, that level of intense resistance, then I can move on to the next step. So if I'm like, well, okay, you know, maybe I'm a little tired or, you know... <laughs> Like this day and age it's kind of rare for someone to just be like, I feel perfect all the time, right And that's kind of a red flag for me if that's the case. Um, but if I've identified like okay, there's nothing like really in particular that my body is is crying out for, you know emotionally like pretty good, you know <laughs> mostly level, then I question the resistance of uh, to the next level then of okay, well, what is this is this is this something deeper is this something like i'm about to to like push through into a breakthrough with my art and if i even sense that that is like an inkling of a possibility with my work like maybe i just i'm experi i'm having the experience of i don't feel like doing this But I have this little hint of awareness and this little inkling in my body and in my heart that something beautiful will come of this if I just keep pushing. Then what I'll do is I'll just be like, All right, we're going to try this. We're going to do this. And I just, I just commit to it. And as soon as I commit to it and I'm like, Well, resistance, we're doing this. You know, I feel fine emotionally and physically. There's no reason why I shouldn't be in the studio right now. We're going to do this. And as soon as I, I find that as soon as I commit to it, that resistance kind of dies down a little bit because that choice and that commitment is such a big part of facing the resistance. It's just making that choice of like, I see you, I feel the resistance and I'm going to do it anyway. And so once I make that decision, then really the next key to overcoming resistance with our art is just approaching the creative practice anyway. Now, this is where I think a lot of people, they they don't quite get to this point. They feel the resistance. They don't question it. They just kind of accept it that, you know, maybe this isn't for me today. I don't feel like being in here. I don't feel like doing this. And so they don't question it and they don't push past it. They don't make that decision to see what's on the other side of it. But once you make that decision and you just show up anyway, like sometimes I've had moments where I'm like, Ugh, like painting is the last thing I want to do right now. I don't have any idea why, but it just is. But I get my palettes, I get my paint, I open a creative channel, I tune in with the spirit of the work, I say my prayers, I you know listen to my music, and I just dive in and I start flowing. And pretty much 95% of the time, What starts to happen is the resistance starts to get quieter and quieter because the light of my expansion is getting brighter, is getting louder, and it's drowning out the resistance that I'm feeling. And I just keep going and I keep flowing and I start entering what's called the flow state where I don't, I'm not in my head, I'm in my heart and I'm in my body and I'm in my senses and I'm channeling and I'm flowing and You know, an hour, two hours will fly by and then I stand back from the piece and I just think, wow, I am so glad I chose to approach this even when in the beginning I felt so resistant to it. And so this can go the other way as well, though. I've had it happen where I I push past that resistance, you know, I'm painting for like half an hour or an hour and I'm just not getting into it and I'm not enjoying it for me, a big signal of the resistance was trying to tell me to walk away is if I go deep into my practice and I find that I'm not enjoying it. Okay, there's certain elements of our art, just like our lives, where we're not going to love and enjoy doing every single thing that we need to do. Okay, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Like, on one of my last paintings I did, She Breaks These Chains, it's funny because the chains were such a symbolic element of this weight holding me, holding, holding like the symbolic woman in the painting down. And I found by the end, I was like, if I have to paint one more fucking chain link, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like there are some things I genuinely enjoy painting much more than others, but that doesn't mean that I don't do it anyway. Okay, So it's such a nuanced practice to start to accustom ourselves to what the resistance is trying to show us. Now, let's explore the first side of the resistance a little bit more because now we have a clear understanding of how it feels and what it means to face the resistance, to question it, to break through it and consistently show up for our work. But let's talk about the beauty when the resistance tells us No, you need to redirect. You need to walk away because there is so much beauty and wisdom to be found in that. So I sometimes go through periods where it's like this rock in my heart. I just don't feel like being in the studio for maybe like a week or two weeks, which is kind of unusual for me. That doesn't happen very often. But I feel it as this sense of like, it's like this flatline feeling of like, there's no inspiration. I'm just feeling like this is a dead end. And I used to freak out when I would feel that because I'd be like, oh my God, am I like losing my creativity? I, you know, to grow my art, my business and everything, I have to be painting for six hours a day, every single day and blow all this crazy shit. But what I find would start to happen, I would start to trust this cycle and trust this flow because more often than not, what would start to happen is maybe I don't feel like being in the studio for a week, two weeks, but my spirit is calling me to go and travel, to focus on other areas of my business, to rest, to really deeply, wholeheartedly rest, to grow in different ways to go do some ceremonies to like to extend my energy in other ways than are than I normally would in outputting energy towards my creativity it's like instead of putting it out i i put it in i go into a cave and what i find has started to happen is when i just accept that and allow myself to dive into these areas of exploring other parts of my life then I go through some kind of upgrade. I get something that I needed from that time to where when I go back in the studio, all of a sudden, like without even practicing, my art is different. It's stronger. It's brighter. Even without painting for a week or two, my technique is sharper. And I experienced this really clearly when I went to Peru for almost a month last year in November. Um, So for November... And a good part of December, I, di- I wasn't in the studio at all. That was like a month and a half. And when I came back into the studio, I found that it wasn't like I had to catch up on my technique or get back into it. I just dropped back in immediately from all of the growth I had done outside of my studio. And that was when I painted She Breaks These Chains. That was when I realized that my channel had gotten brighter and stronger and clearer and more refined without me necessarily needing to just like practice until my fingers are bleeding. Now what I found here is that there is a very fine line with this and I'm not telling you guys to just abandon your studio practice for months on end and just wait until you feel inspired to get back in the studio. That's not going to serve the higher evolution of your artwork and of your growth, because like anything, the things that you approach consistently are the things that grow. And so more often than not, I would encourage you guys to lean into the type of resistance that is alerting you that there is a breakthrough waiting to happen and just kind of push yourselves and it gets easier and you get stronger and the resistance gets quieter and quieter the more you face it and the more you show up for your practice anyway but also Don't be hard on yourself and give yourself permission if your body and your being is trying to tell you that you need to take a step back. You need to heal and redirect your energy in your life in different ways because then when you come back into the studio, it's just going to be stronger and clearer and brighter. Just to summarize, the two most common types of resistance that I've experienced when it comes to my practice is the type of resistance that is trying to alert you that you need to step away, that you need to check in with your body and your emotions, that the, the you're not actually inspired by what you're doing, that you need to heal and go a different direction before, you know, to, to kind of pivot before coming back into your practice. Or the other type of resistance is the type that you need to break through, that there's not really any like reason that you can find or that you can feel within your mind, body, and spirit, that you you shouldn't be in the studio, that you shouldn't be working on your practice today. And that's the type of resistance that you want to show up for anyway. Sometimes it just takes planting your feet in front of your art getting your materials out and just committing to it and making that decision and going with it and seeing what happens. And more often than not, you guys are going to find that what was waiting for you on the other side of that decision was a breakthrough, was an expansion. And I will say from consciously facing my own resistance and studying it for the past couple of years, it's gotten very intuitive and very easy for me to decipher at this point to to understand what this resistance is trying to tell me to do a quick check in with my body it's like you you form patterns and habits and you start to recognize your own patterns within your practice and it becomes easier to see it and to either just be like, yep, all right, this is the type of resistance where I just need to break through it or yep, nope, there's something here I need to like go back to bed or take care of myself or go out into the world and get inspired before I come back. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to reach out and I hope that this is going to help you guys get to know how resistance manifests within yourselves, within your own practice and within your own business and to give you the tools to break through it and as a last note i again really highly recommend checking out stephen pressfield's work specifically the war of art it's really going to help you out Thank you so much for joining me today on the Awakening Artist Podcast. I hope you got so much value from this episode. And if you enjoyed listening today and would like to hear more, be sure to subscribe for weekly episode releases. You can find me on Instagram at Dana Wilcher for more inspiration, art, and tips. And if you would like to ask me a question directly or join my inner circle where I share more wisdom, stories, and tips, shoot me an email at danawilcher 12 gmail.com. Love and blessings. I will see you all soon.